Welcome back to Cargumentative, a show where an erratic and ever-changing lineup of men converse about all things cars and motoring. I'm your host, Thomas Faulkner from the Sunday Times, and as usual, I'm joined by Mark Paluto, Mike Salomon, and today we have a special guest, celebrated voiceover artist and pa- creative, ex- creative director extraordinaire, Parkview Royalty, Parkview Royalty, Mr. Matthew Barnes. Thank, Welcome. Thank, thank you very much. That's, it's, it's a great... Honor to be here. <laughs> it's honor to have you here. Is it really? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm amazed that having s- turned you down three times, that I got a fourth invite. We yeah. couldn't find anyone else. Yeah. Oh, we couldn't oh, take that. <laughs> That's the story of my career. <laughs> so, guys, touching on some motoring news. Yeah. Um, Nadav bought the wrong car. Did he? Why? He did. He got a, um, a, a Porsche 997 GT3, yeah. which is slower around the Nürburgring than the new Renault Megane RS Trophy R. Hmm. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. Why? What was its time around the Nibbergreen? So it was seven. Seven minutes and 40 seconds. Are we saying that a front wheel drive, four cylinder Renault is faster than a proper pucker it is. sports car? It's also faster than a Lamborghini Gallardo LP570 stroke four Superleggera. Is, is this a simulated lap time? Mm-hmm. Because uh, on the basis that it would actually make it around. Being a French car. <laughs> well, well it'll be interesting to raise that when you relate your story of the rim run later on. Exactly. The thing that slows the Gallardo down is the large phallic shape <laughs> yeah. on the front. It's, it's not the most drag no. sort of friendly. It's um, just designed to look cool. What, yeah. the Gallardo? And pose. I thought yeah. you were going to talk about the phallic thing inside the car. <laughs> well, no, but well, actually, the, so let's just break that down. That's that's a proper bit of news, eh? It is. It's a prop. So, so it's, it's an a hour. four cylinder. What what is, what's special about it? Yeah, power. So, what what's it a Megan RS Trophy? Megan, Renault Megan RS Trophy R. So it's basically a stripped down, more track focused version of of the of the normal RS Trophy. Okay. So um, it's a slip diff. It's got it's got the same Stiffened. same amount of power, yeah. but it's just it's 130 kilograms lighter. How much does it weigh and how much power? It's around about 222 kilowatts. The press release was quite vague. It didn't actually have a... And manual. Manual. I, I think can't believe manual. that. That is... It's a good question, actually. So, no, so the GT3 ma- is non-manual, but 400 horsepower, which in... What's it in... That's how many? 240, 250 Two, kilowatts, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's a proper race car. A yeah. GT3, and this is a little bit. But it just shows in terms of tech. I, I would imagine that the Renault has probably got a, a paddle shift gearbox, and I think that that's one of the things that's making the modern cars so fast. Yeah. Um, but also, it's got the fancy diffs and, and all that. I mean, I think the technology advances in the last 10 years are just off the charts. Yeah, fair enough, but I mean, so does a GT3. It's got all of that. It's got I mean, big, is huge brakes. It's not that old. No. 997 is what, 2000? Seven, two thousand eight, twelve years, yeah, two thousand seven, yeah, ten, twelve years old, yeah. But there's okay, an interesting. Yeah, so it's come along. Obviously, it's come along a long way. Yeah. But there's an interesting observation there in mm. that if if the GT3, which is now in what is it, sixth iteration, what is yeah, it? yeah, the, yeah, the that RS each. is in also in its fifth, yeah. fourth or fifth iteration, and that that sort of Renault Motorsport tuning that chassis. So I mean, it's it's very similar to the GT3 in that. Probably a couple of things have happened there. One is that chassis is iterative, so each time they've been doing the ring for successively, and it's always been in that sort of last five of Evo's car of the year kind of thing. Mm. 
And then tyre technology, which is the thing that's really improved in the last wow. three, yeah, four more years. Than like tires, suspension, and you package that on the right day. That's probably why they're a bit vague with the press release, because they maybe don't want to uh, yeah. commit to what, what's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, well, tires is a big one. And, also and, and shortening the Nürburgring, that also helped in the last mm. couple of years. Well, I'm I think, I, I think <laughs> in, actually, if you, if you compare it, you'd probably do the GT3 of the day against the Megane of the day, and then you take the GT3 of today versus that. I think the GT3 of today is going under seven minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I know. Four good. liters, 9,000 revs, rear yeah. wheel steering. Whereas yeah. that, I don't know about them again, but mm. um, that chassis has always been something very special. It didn't, you, didn't you go around the Nürburgring in a, in a what? Tell I us. Did. I went around the Nürburgring in a GT3 RS, uh, was a 991 Mark I. First time oh. out. That's First time out. So I did one lap. I said I wasn't going to bug around in a silly car and risk smashing someone because that's probably what would have happened. Mm. So I, um, I found a guy called Elliot um, who, when we were just starting out on the lap um, in the car, I said to him, what do you do for a living? And he looked at me very seriously and said, this. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he'd done 20,000 laps. That's what he does for a day job. And, yeah, he took me around in, I think, just over eight minutes because there was a couple of bike crashes. So yeah. oh, so you did it as a passenger, ring taxi. Yeah, yeah, ring That's taxi. That's correct. I was That's gonna, correct. I was gonna say like that place. Having driven it, there's no place to, for a novice to be no. taking a car like that around. Yeah, there. absolutely. And I, I am a professional. Uh, of course, I am. I can't believe it. So we've got yeah. two in the room now. We do two, two professionals. <laughs> and Mark Pluto, because Mark said that um, he would like to go out around the Nurburgring. I said I'd go in, in my a GT3. GT3. My GT3. Uh, a nine on six. It Go rewind the tapes, Tom. Mm. That's what I said. So there we go. Okay, we're going RS Trophy up. What else is now the news? fastest uh, production front wheel drive car around the ring? Mm. Have you? Time being. Have you driven one? I have. What the Megane or the? Well, Nürburgring? one of the iterations of the of the of the. I have. I have. And I've. I mean, it's it's a really good car. I, I've kind of always preferred the Clio though. I just I just prefer the size of the Clio. It's a little bit smaller, a little bit more nimble. Um, I love the naturally aspirated one as well. I thought that was one of the best cars. Ever. Okay. I, I've never driven any Megane. You're missing never. out. I know. Out. I know. I want to try. I, listen, I've never driven Actually, a Ford Focus. Never ever. Never ever. I've driven, driven a Toyota Corolla. Well, that's. I have driven a Toyota driven? Corolla. Okay. That's it a was, point for him. It was deeply. And we've all memorable. been in the back of one because they're all Uber cars, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. More news. Uh, the F-Type is getting a big overhaul in 2020. As we know, it's been around for the a Jag. while. The Jaguar. Uh, Jaguar F-Type. So it's getting new engines and better cabin. It had a four-cylinder in recently. Yeah, the two-liter was really good. Okay. I drove that last year. Didn't I come in? Yeah, you did tell us about that. Yeah. Didn't you so drive is that it? Not the n- no. No. Is that not the new engine? Is no. there more? No, it's a facelift. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be a face new. So it's 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 new cabin technology, new cabin styling, exterior styling, new engines. It's a revamp to keep it fresh yeah, yeah, and sure. relevant. You know. See, the, the, co- the biggest problem there, I think, it might be a facelift, but but the problem with that car, in my opinion, hmm. is that it also it needs an <laughs> lift because th- it's <laughs> like they give them to two different departments. Even the first iteration, the yeah. front was done by these oaks hmm. and the was done by those yeah. <laughs> and then they put them two together and then they're like oh okay well, let's make it a convertible because maybe people won't notice mm. like we'll put a soft <laughs> roof on it so we just join them together I thought it was a good it's, looking car didn't you like it no it was supposed to be their like new e-type mm. I've, well, just, if you I've, I, I've actually just worked out what you people are talking about I thought you were talking about the sedan <laughs> <laughs> I've driven the V8 and the V6 what's that thing called again no one knows the XE the XE 
and the XF. Yes, exactly. Right. No, That's no. what I thought you were talking about. But no. there's a good there's, cause. To the point, if you look at that concept that they revealed, Falcon will know, mm. long time ago, like 15 years ago, when they started relooking Jag, and they're always taking long. They unveiled a show car that was, oh, yeah, was like a D type. And then they weren't allowed, then they brought it into production. That became, I think, the F-type eventually. No, but, but they did a version. No, no, they did, they did a version of that. There are a couple in the country. It's got the hoops behind the seat. Oh, uh, that's the um, F-type. Project uh, something. Project 8. Yeah, project but that yeah. was ruined from, I mean, the concept car was this magnificent kind of, but anyway. Um, Harry Metcalf's got one of those. Yeah. Oh, he very cool, very everything. cool. But I think yeah, this, this, he's got good taste, I think. So I think from a news perspective, um, we need to actually talk about uh, the passing of, of a, an absolute legend. Um, I mean, being a very important motorsport week, it's Monaco and the Indy 500 on Sunday, mm. mm-hmm. two of the most diverse tracks that you could possibly get. Um, but yeah, Nicky Lauda, absolute legend. Yeah, um, passed away thought? on the, when was it? Monday? Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, if you think about that, that he probably lived, what, 76 to now, he lived on 40-odd years more than he should have, 40, nearly 50 years more oh, than he should have. Well, borrowed time, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's quite yeah. staggering that he died after having had a lung transplant. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The fact that he actually didn't have a lung transplant originally, he survived with his... Original with lungs. With his original yeah. lungs. It's pretty extraordinary. Yeah. Um, yeah. But those, I mean, those kind of guys, I mean, that that idea of... You know, you're, here for, you're not here for a long time, you're here for a good time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think that I just posted to the group earlier, and uh, Paige will put it up on the Instagram page, but the, uh, the picture of Nikki taking Bernie Eccleston around the Nürburgring, actually into the carousel, on a, in a Maybach, Tesco, uh, I mean, you don't get cooler than that. Oh, is that so, what that was? Okay, yeah, yeah that's interesting. So, um, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's from an era I don't think that'll ever be repeated in, in world sport. Yeah. Definitely the greatest comeback of all time. And uh, yeah, will be missed. But that's an interesting point. I mean, you know, we, we, because it's a generation, it'd be fascinating to ask like a 12 year old now who's mad about motorsport. So the Lewis Hamilton kind of uh, Leclerc generation, who also will see full on electric racing, who will also see Formula One style scale drone racing. Yeah. Whether in their when they look back in fifty years time, where they'll go, geez, that guy was amazing. What, whoever it is from their generation, mm. uh, it's it's maybe the technology will change, but um, each each kind of generation has the same kind of nutters. Sure. Uh, no, well, I think that the the problem with that uh, that was back then, and and what gave it this mystique is that. It was genu- genuinely dangerous. It was yeah, dangerous. I mean, you could die. I mean, uh, you look at you look at the footage yeah. from from a loudest crash at the Nurburgring. That car just bursts into flames. Mm. I was just thinking to myself, you haven't seen a Formula One car burst into flames for a long time. For I decades. Mean, and I mean, obviously, it's the fuel cells that basically like keep this thing from from going going up in flames. And but those mm. things, they were like driving grenades. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, they were proper pilots. Yeah, exciting times. What else is in the news? Um, motorsport as well. Alonso didn't qualify for the Indy 500. Yeah, it's because he pranged his car and he had to take a no, spare car yeah. that wasn't uh, just wasn't, wasn't fast enough. Speed. Yeah, when you say He's Alonso, Fernando, Fernando Alonso. Oh. The reason, Sorry, the reason he, Formula and, One. Really. And the reason that he wants to do that is he wants to win the Triple Crown. So be, there are only uh, only a handful of people who've won the the, the Indy Indy 500 or Indy 500. Lamar, Lamar, and Monaco, and Monaco, uh, yeah. Daytona, no, Daytona. Monaco and Monaco. No, it's Monaco. So he won Lamar. He, yeah, he won last year. Oh. 
that's why he entered. And now he was trying to qualify for, for Indy. Um, he did race at Indy last year, and he crashed out during the race. Uh, I remember he... I, yeah, I do recommend Renault or McLaren. Yeah, well, it was a McLaren, McLaren colored car this year yeah. as well. But I do recommend watching the start, the hour build up to the Indy 500. It is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> if you've watched Talladega Nights, you <laughs> will love it. They, <laughs> they love sing it. these <laughs> songs, and it's the, the 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 they have a priest who blesses the drivers, and then the F-16s fly over and they shoot guns. It's Unbelievable. Check it back, baby. I hugely <laughs> recommend watching that hour build up. Okay. It's it's like 600,000, 650,000 people yeah. over the week yes. or something. Uh, no, yeah. I think it live, it's like half a million people at the stadium. You must remember that those straights are That's a mile so, yeah. long each. So they're averaging 240-odd miles an hour on a lap. It's huge, eh? Averaging. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. You know, they almost took F1 as a brief to say, okay, cool. So if one puts you to sleep, it's the perfect thing to have on a Sunday. Mm. Okay? It puts you to sleep, you have a nice little sleep, and you wake up when it's all over. And the Americans took the brief, so how do we make this more boring? <laughs> yeah, you, I'll tell you. And, it's, I, I also, listen, and I'm not I must just admit, saying that to wind you up. No, I mean, I love Formula One and, and especially Monaco weekend. But I, the funniest thing with the American oval track racing is that they only dry, race in the dry. So if it gets even remotely wet, they stop the race. But they, you, you, can, you can race. It's dangerous. For, you can race yeah. for like like all but one of the laps and then what happens is if someone crashes they have a safety car and like it, it has to even if it's something small it's yellow they put the safety car out and the field bunches up and basically it's, it's a free again. fall and you, and you basically start again so <laughs> so I mean in a sense the racing like you've got to be there and you've got to be like on it the whole time mm. but it's just yeah I mean I don't get the American race it's a bit of a joke so you say watch the before show watch yeah. the before show you will absolutely love it so I just yeah. checked because Google doesn't lie Apparently, and uh, Triple Crown is Indy 500, Lamar 24 Hours, and Monaco Grand, Grand, Prix. Grand Prix. Why do you t- Why do you doubt me? <laughs> why I swear, you I, 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 you're a guest on this show. That's rude. This is true. <laughs> this is well, I'm true. hoping I'm hoping not to be invited back. So <laughs> yeah. don't do it properly the first time. Any more news? So I apologize. Yes. I apologize. That's Monaco. Yeah. Lamar. And the Indy 500. Indy 500. That's yeah. interesting. Eh? Yeah. That's an interesting yeah. combination. You should research why that combination. Because I would have said at that era, mm. Monaco was early. So it would have been Monaco, um, Lamar, and Daytona, or Monaco, Lamar, and one of the other. No, I think, no, it's, no, I think it's a glamour thing. I yeah, think, it I is think glamour. It's, I think it's the most glamorous, you know, or. or the money or, is. Or, yeah, yeah. Or people perceive to be at that time yeah. to be the most yeah, glamorous. Yeah, it could be about money. Okay, what else in the news? Quick. Here's a car that Michael like. He likes all cars. Ford uh-huh. Ranger Raptor is an essay. Ford like Ranger Raptor. The Ranger Raptor. So that's a that's Ford like Ranger. A, that's like the bigger, more badass off-road. So the guys that buy the Rangers and add wheel spaces. And yeah. Says, no, I don't have to do that anymore. No, you don't. It's all done for no, you. It's got like special driving modes. It's got Baja mode, inspired by the Baja cross-country motorsport event. Okay. So Same know. engines. Uh, at the moment, it's got the two-liter turbo diesel. With 157 kilowatts and 500 newton meters, and probably only with an automatic. Huh? Is, is that the same thing that they talk about in East Rand called the Badger? I don't know, Mike. Depends where you go in East Rand. <laughs> yeah. Where you I go. blame CrossFit for that car. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's CrossFit. CrossFit and, it's va- the poster and vaping. Boy. It's the po- poster CrossFit boy and vaping. Yeah. <laughs> it's a triple crown. <laughs> it's the triple crown of manhood. No, but then, it, but then it would be a raptor, no. vaping, 
And cross. What about tattoos? No, no, they have to be tattoos. No, that's well. tattoos are table stakes. Yeah, that's uh, just like. I think yeah, that, that just gets you in the game. Yeah. <laughs> the triple crown of the East Rand. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the Ford Ranger Raptor. <laughs> Guys, you, have you ever thought about a career in marketing, Thomas? I did once, but I was no good at it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, just gobbled me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to have a quick break because that's all we have time for in terms of news. And uh, when we get back, we're going to be talking to the Magnus Walker of Parkview. This aircon is racist. For the latest political news and in-depth discussion and analysis on events making headlines in South Africa's socio-political space. Join myself, Amil Amral, and my comrades from the Sunday Times Politics Desk for our Sunday Times Politics Weekly podcast. You can find new weekly episodes on the Times Live website every Wednesday. This is not a shit. Can you please come in? Welcome back to Cargumentative. Guys, in this segment, we're going to talk to our friend Matthew Barnes about his, uh, his project, which he's had on the boil now for how long? Ten years. No, it hasn't been as long as that. It's not that long. It's in July. It'll be six years. Six years. Yeah. Now, I can remember when you bought this car. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, yeah. yeah. I mean, before we get into the, I mean, do you want to give us like a little like introduction as to what you were thinking at the time and... Well, context like what is always really a good thing. Like context. Yeah. Give us some context. Like, I mean, six years is a long time and it doesn't seem to be done. But what were you originally planning? Um, well, it, 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 the plan has not changed. It's just, you know, um, to do a good job takes time. And um, that's just the reality of it. Um, and also... No, what are you trying to build? Just for the listeners so that they well, understand... So, yeah. the, the, the lawn ornament. Um, six <laughs> years ago, the reason, the reason it's called lawn ornament. So what I was thinking was that I have uh, another car which was in an accident. So I was looking for spare parts. So while looking for spare parts, I came across a stash of cars in Vereeniging. So one thing led to another, and the next thing I had a... A 1967 912 parked on my front lawn. <laughs> 1967? 67. So short wheelbase. Short wheelbase. 912. One of the flares had been cut off and the engine was gone. Which, and it was uh, there aren't many flares on a 67. In fact, it's, no, very, it's very narrow body. It is a very, it's, uh, it's kind of the Kate Moss flare. Yeah. Um, Kate so, Moss flare. Um, For those of you who aren't educated, on, it's a Porsche. We are talking about a Porsche. You oh, are sorry. talking Porsches because yeah. also more context. Matthew... And my and my dad started the the PPAS, which was the Parkview Porsche Appreciation Society. That's right. And um, it's basically for you know um, a group of guys who own Porsches, enjoy Porsches, and we would get together from time to time to go out on breakfast runs. Um, and yeah, that's how I met Matthew again. Yeah. Because we met in advertising years before that. Before uh, you got out and got a real job, well, left me behind. Yeah. So you also are you also part of your royalty? Do you guys have titles? No. <laughs> yeah, no. but we're not allowed to share them with yeah. people who are not titled. What was your title um, at Goodwood? Remind me. My title at Goodwood was uh, 
Lord Sir Matthew Alexander von Barnes the <laughs> Third. That was his actual name yeah. on his ticket. At <laughs> <Goodwood>. really? <laughs> but the problem was is that when we all went to collect our tickets, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't anticipated that bit. So <laughs> they all walked up and said, "Hi, I'm Mark Polito and Nadav Ravid," and they got their tickets. And the lady then said to me, "Oh, hello, sir. So, what's your name?" <laughs> So Classic. I said, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> With it's, a lot of people uh, like so, hanging around. <laughs> it's, it's Matthew Barnes. Matthew Barnes. Just, just look for that, Matthew Barnes. So they said, oh, okay, sir, that's right. And she disappeared. And then there was some talking in the back between the ladies and sort of a little bit of mumbling. And then she came back. She said, uh, is that, uh, very serious. Is that Lord, Lord, sir, Matthew? I said, Yes, yes, yes. It's Von Barnes. I said, I, yeah, but I would just like to shorten it. It's, well, it's informal. And she said, oh, there you go, sir. There you take it. I hope you have a lovely time. <laughs> so she used the word sir. She did. She Lord, did. No, she'd, Lord, sir. Lord, sir. But look, Lord, I mean, you, when you work at Goodwood, you know, there are a whole bunch of people who come with titles. who dress like baggies. That's just, that's pretty much English. That's how it um, works, yeah. Yeah, how we first met with a car was that you, your dad, bought my car. My that's first right. car from John Abbott, Porsche. Yeah. Um, we almost, your old man almost didn't get a car and I almost didn't get my money. They put well, locks well, around the doors I, two weeks later. Is I nearly SC? bought that car. Sorry? Also, yeah. The SC. The SC. Still the SC. A yeah. Beautiful car. Black yeah. interior. I remember seeing you there and I was like, yeah. but, but why are you here? Did yeah. it have like, a, this was my car. Is this know. the one with the hydraulic, uh, the chain tensioner problem? Uh, no, no, it's never had a chain tensioner. Well, it does. They're not hydraulic. Yeah, and different yeah. color panels. That in itself is a problem. Well, but a really good fuel bump. It's like a ticking time bomb. Anyway, right. anyway, yeah, tell um, us about the, you said the, the other people here were educated. <laughs> I know. Cultured. Well, that's a, it's a, it's a stretch, you know. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, that was then um, that car, and then um, so the the car that I bought immediately to replace that one because the moment I sold it, I realised I need another one. That was in an accident. I was looking for parts, and then came across a stash of cars. So, out of that stash came the lawn ornament, as it was then dubbed, because mm. it sat on the front lawn on bricks for a couple of months and yeah and so since then stripping decided to do all the work myself so it hasn't really left the garage in six years so that's that's where we are now but it's incredible though because i mean you know i would sometimes go past matthew's house and sometimes i would see him and i would come in and it's just amazing to see what he's done all on his own that's why he's not like, achieving a lot in a very long time because you're always popping in for a cup well, of tea. speak for yourself. I mean, I've seen your car lurking outside, <laughs> you know, so on numerous occasions. But now, so there's been a lot of um, progress in the last couple of weeks. Where are we now? Jeez, well, that's, that's very kind of you. Um, <laughs> so where we are now is that we, the body is ready for final paint. So yeah. all finished and flat. What color will she be? The, I can't tell you. That's a secret. Oh. You'll have to wait and see. But you're going for an outlaw type of, type of build? Well, I don't, see, Which is, I, I don't because, like because you you started building this thing before outlaws were were fashionable. Now they become fashionable. So you like I don't know. Have you moved on to maybe even like something a little more different, or like maybe in a nine five nine body kit? <laughs> I'm considering it, but actually, you know, um, I, I've actually been looking to Gavin Rook and and Dutchman for inspiration. <laughs> So um, that means like so, but it, since he banned me, since he banned me from his Instagram profile, it's difficult for me to connect with him. So, if, if Gavin, if you're out there, please, man, um, I need help with panel gaps. Um, I can also I can only I can only get mine to an, to an inch wide, and I need to know how you consistently have like two inch wide panel gaps on some of your cars. So, please side. reach out to me. I've got a picture of one of his cars' pedal boxes. 
which was which was quite cool. It had like nails and screws and stuff to extend the. I remember that incident. Yes, Do you remember that. Um, and that was he also eventually he he he, um, he cut that conversation short. Yeah, which was a pity because I felt that we were getting somewhere in we terms were. of understanding the real essence of. Because he's quite professional, Porsche. just the way he, you know. Well, and also, you know, because I thought I knew quite a bit about Porsche because I'm a bit of a nerd, so hence yeah. the P-Pass thing, which I apologize for. It was always supposed to be a joke. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is, you know, it's like I always thought I knew quite a bit about Porsche and I'm a bit of an anorak and a weirdo. But then, you know, I had found out um, just before the Nisner Hill climb that there was actually a 1978 RS made That's by right. Porsche. There it's was. a one of one. It's a one of one. One of one. Um, and look, when you look at the the front bumper, which looks to be 934, but isn't really, but it's narrow body, then you kind of realize why it was one of one, because mm-hmm. it was so <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Um, that Porsche actually just, you know, I think that's we're obviously going how they got hold okay, of it. Okay, back to the lawn ornament. Where are we? You were telling us. It's See, so I've been, Color, watching, you're not gonna I've been watching for a while, though. You've done some pretty amazing metal work. You've been cutting stuff yeah. and shaping I it think, and all kinds of things. I think we have to go into that a bit yeah. more detail. I mean, you've done a fair share of metal work on that car. I think you've, you've learned to trade. And was properly. this the first time you'd ever sort of gone into a project and done metal work? Because it's, yeah. it's, it's n- not something, you know, that... Well, you see, I, I'm, I'm blessed with, um, with uh, ambition that far mm. exceeds my ability. Um, so that kind of pushes you down the hole but then once you realize you're in the hole you're like shit well the only way I can get out of this hole because I'm also stubborn is to fix it so uh, so I've done quite a bit of woodwork and so I've always grown up doing stuff and lopping off fingers and bits and pieces but mostly with wood and other stuff so yes metal work uh, to be honest with you I spent um, I've spent a lot of time on the internet um, uh, which it sounds weird to YouTube say. YouTube I, I better just qualify that. I spent a lot of time on the internet, um, and it's amazing. Seriously, I mean, it, it's quite extraordinary. Uh, in this case, I appreciate on the forums as well. Some amazing forums out there. What you can learn from video and pictures in terms of a shot-by-shot guide. Not generally how to do it, but like this is how you repair a sill. Yeah. And because a lot of the parts you can buy, you know, sort of fit on a Porsche, has always been an amazingly engineered product. Um, the other bits and pieces, yeah, steel work, it, it's pretty, it's cool. It takes a lot of patience, but, um, but it's not difficult to learn. You just, you just literally, you've got to go, okay, cool. This is how it works. You've got to figure out how it works. It either stretch, shrink, shrinks, bends or cuts. That's it. And once you've kind of figure out how it moves, then, I mean, it's not like I'm using an English wheel. It's like some of the proper pros. For me, it's like, which it's made kind it of even more difficult button. though. Yeah. yeah. Cause you sure. have to beat the thing into submission. Sure. Sure. What yeah. percentage of the panels did you actually end up? Um, having to at least put new metal onto because I think I mean look pre- it's, it's, car, it's, eh? uh, really because the 67 had no no galvanizing at all I mean those things uh, was yeah. it was even uh, even a portion of it galvanized no. no 73 they started doing the floor pans yeah the floor pans and then Which basically with the SC then it was yeah. properly properly galvanized so so everything but the roof okay. so the roof was solid uh, the, actually the most solid part of the car was uh, was the wooden floorboard behind the accelerators. Um, really? Yeah, which is sure. in beautiful condition. But the rest of it, uh, I think it's one of those, uh, you know, Porsches. The rubbers go, the channels block, and um, and then so it just rots in yeah, all the same places. Right. So I think in most cases with Porsches, the, it, most of them, um, certainly the water-cooled cars even, um, it's not a case of if there's rust, it's where it is. Yeah, and um, I think that, I mean, look, you, you, this thing used to be a 912. So for the listeners, it's a 911 shape. But it had a 1.6 liter four-cylinder four engine in it that was carried over from the earlier the 356s. Five, six, yeah. Now you're obviously replacing that two-liter 911 engine. 
Yeah, so... Um, what other special bits are you putting on What that are going to be quite trick? So we'll come back to the outlaw thing, is that, um, yeah, this thing's been around for a long time, uh, which is not necessarily a good thing. But um, the, it, the car was never original. I, I've, I personally have never been a big fan of cars that are this idea of restoring a car back to fully original. Um, it's just not my thing. Um, and while I appreciate the people who do it and some extraordinary work, I kind of, I, can't, I like scars. Uh, um, I'm not. I'm not scared of stretch marks. Have I got a Diablo I, for you? Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but you know, it's like a, it's like a beautiful woman with a scar. It's, it's. Um, I think there's a story there, and it's quite sexy. So, uh, so the idea behind the car is, is uh, not to getting too philosophical. I absolutely love the shape of the Porsche. I think it's a, for me sculpture, form follows function. And in stripping the car down, I've come to terms with the pressings on that car, and I think they're beautiful. Um, so I'm kind of. Number one is I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm a pretty shitty welder. Uh, number two is there's a car, the car's got history. And number three is that I think it actually it's quite beautiful. So very stripped out, um, very functional. In most cases, it's because bits I've traded and bartered. So I've done a lot of trading um, for parts. So some really special Porsche parts, which are from period. So aluminum front calipers, um, uh, aluminum boot lid, which I traded, uh, some really nice RSR style, uh, the plastic door handles from sort of 71, 72, 73. Um, um, yeah, and some other bits and pieces. I've got, yeah, I think it's, it's all Porsche, but it's, um, it's kind of a combination of bits and pieces that are all from sort of 66, 67 to like 71, 72. 2.2 liter in the back, uh, yeah. hopefully. What, what kind of spec? Um, S, E? So it's an E spec, so that's mechanical nice. fuel injection. Um, I think it still works. I don't know. I've got it with the car, but who knows if it runs or not. It all turns. That's about 155 horsepower stock. Um, so I've got a lightweight, a lightweight flywheel on it. Um, Which, uh, it's ceramic light, it's light race headers. Is, eh? it's yeah, so I reckon it is. it's about. It's going to be about eight, eight fifty. Oh, sure, um, nice. Very, very light. Um, I got some beautiful old original John Cooper aftermarket rally seats from about 1967, 1968 from Graham Foss. So those are in there. Um, so it's very, very light. Uh, fiberglass bonnet, fiberglass bumpers, stripped out doors with custom door panels out of aluminium. Um, aluminium bootlet, as I say, and then fiberglass bumpers. So, yeah, about 850 with about 155 in the back and then straight pipes. Steel wheels. Oh, Steel wheels. I um, like those. I saw those on your Instagram cool. post. Yeah, they're and, cool. Though. And you've got titanium. Titanium wheel nuts. Yeah. So one of the cool things is that obviously with, um, I have a bit of a love affair with California, and obviously California is kind of outlaw Porsche, original yep. territory, Roddy yep. Emery and those guys, uh, our grouper. So, yeah, there's some amazing little companies there. I mean, California, in terms of uh, craftsmanship, Mm. Um, machinery, you know, machine work and so on, um, artisans. It's extraordinary uh, from the aircraft industry and all of that. And that's where Singer comes from, you know, all of that skills. So there are guys there who will sell you these beautiful titanium wheel nuts. Um, so I've collected bits and pieces like that. Um, some amazing stuff from uh, Stomsky Racing, which is sort of aftermarket mounts. But everything, nothing's fancy. Everything's been replated. Everything's Porsche spec. So mm. part of it is it's not trying to be fancy at all. It's very utilitarian and um, the shakedown drive I actually want to do is on dirt. I want to go and do some of the dirt roads. It's going to be oh. fast. Um, That's it's going to be, be cool. Going to be, it's going to be brilliant. Can I make a recommendation? Um, of course. So, so the bus is thankfully back on its wheels again. The engine is in and all kinds of things. And we managed to get uh, a nice little piece. So um, I just... You, you have. I assume you haven't bought a Hooter yet. No. But, but can I recommend? But I maybe believe you're a bit of an aficionado. Yes. So, mm. so I just want to just play a quick clip of of, of what the bus is actually sounding like. Um, okay. 
<laughs> it has to go on done. the law on ring you. I think I'm the done. law I'm I think the law I'll shake on it now. I'll shake on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll have a ceremony. I promise you I'll put that in. Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. I rebuilt the hooter the other day actually, so I'll have to put that on the shelf and then Yeah, put that absolutely. In. Just <laughs> it's a little bit of extra weight. So it's worth it's, wor- it's worth the extra Won't slow me grams. down. <laughs> so 912 outlaw mm. when when do you think it's going to be ready for its first shakedown? Um well the answer has always been Christmas. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I've never specified which Christmas. Yeah. Um no, shakedown so the plan was for Angela's picnic so that that but a whole bunch of work got in the way and 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 uh travel and so on. So I th- I, I want to do it by spring. Okay. Um so yeah, paint electrics engine suspensions on all of that kind of stuff. So hopefully spring, yeah. And is it going to be I mean I think it's close. I mean, I think, you know, the bodywork was the definitely the longest, most tedious, yeah. brain-numbing part of it. But now you you're assembling, and well, you got yeah. you got to paint it. That'll I also got to remember how to put it back together. Oh, Are you painting it yourself as well? Yeah, in the garage. Yeah. So I've done all the painting in the garage, yeah. and um, Are you I'm really, not. Well, you spray painted the thing yourself. Yeah. Really? Huh? Yeah. Um, it's incredible. Actually, that is it makes it makes me feel like like a total non-car guy because you know <laughs> when I have a, a problem or Barnes like, will do that to you or something has to be done, <laughs> I pay somebody money and they sort it out. Yeah. But Barnes can just do it, everything in his garage, including I, a full one like because he tries respray. He tries everything. Uh, yeah, but the difference is, is that that if you if you if I was doing the respray on your car and it was my car, mm. okay, mm. it would still be sitting there ready to be done. Mm. As opposed to cool, so I paid money, which you forget about how much you paid, mm. and you're driving your car. So that's the trade-off. Mm. And, so, and I assume you look like the kind of person who will celebrate each job with a beer. So, what's your beer tally on on the spill? I, um, I don't drink. Um, it's actually, you know, it's interesting. You don't drink at all. No, not at all. How do you have fun? Um, Life. I <laughs> meditate. <laughs> and eat lentils and all that kind <laughs> of. That, no, actually, I, I give myself lentil enemas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what you can do. You can actually choose these days. There's a whole movement in California. Half your body is vegan and the other half is, is carnivorous. That's how you balance the system. <laughs> Yin and yang. It's what, what Hollywood says. It's like the price. Mm. You know, if you want to have real cars in Hollywood, like a rock star, mm. you have to have a price to counteract the real cars. Oh. <laughs> Same way, if you really want to enjoy the fruits of wealth in California and all of that, which is you know, uh, drugs and, and booze and, and meat and fish mm. and things, then you have to have a lentil enema. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. It's, fair it's enough. actually, look, I, I, I might be breaking non-disclosure here, but it's um, <laughs> it's Gwyneth Paltrow's next big health craze. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've worked with her on the branding of it. <laughs> lentil enema. Oh, my. Lenema, it's called. A lenema. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that perfect catchy, like, app title. Hashtag, hashtag Lenema. Yeah, an ash, an ass tag. Lenema. <laughs> oh, jeez. stop now. Wow, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and 912, you've got papers for that car, huh? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, so, so I don't have papers for the car, yeah. I've got papers. Well, there's a funny story. I've got papers for the engine. So it turns out that the engine, which I checked to make sure that it wasn't stolen, because uh, Porsche people are, are generally pretty dodgy. Mm. Um, <laughs> is I checked that the car, the engine's actually still registered to a car that's still registered, which is a 2.2 E Targa, which is on the books and in an area mm. of South Africa, which I won't divulge right now. Oh, um, really? Yes, I know where that lives. Um, oh wow! So that's that's, but I legally own the motor, and then the body, which has a six-digit uh, VIN code, those because of Botswana and Transcar and that who had their own own uh, essentially Inata system. Although back then I actually didn't think it actually worked. Um, they um, 
they assign those numbers to trailers and tractors and so on. So this is actually got the this number is is relevant for a tractor in Lichtenberg or somewhere. So oh, really, yeah. I'll have to go and get it, it police cleared and do all of that. Shit. Yeah, but you obviously don't want to um, remove that that number. It's quite yeah, it's important. I mean, not. those are early cars. Eh? Sixty-seven yeah. is very early. So mm. I want to leave that intact. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's very cool. I mean, I've 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 seen it a couple of times in various states of build, and it's going to be an exciting day to actually see it. You know. Rolling down the road. Alive. Alive, making a noise. Well, just give us a target date. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, September the 1st. Yeah. September the 1st. Yeah. I'll be that close. Spring day. There we go. 20. He didn't say which year. It's a Thanks, trick. Mark. It's a Barnes trick. <laughs> and just like that. Um, no, I, I'm aiming, I am honestly aiming for September the 1st this year. Okay. okay, fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. We'll come help put the motor in. There we go. You'll yeah. come help drink beer because I don't drink. We're gonna take yeah. We're gonna be gonna drink beer and take photographs and stick them up on Instagram and feel guilty because we don't know how to work on our cars. Speak for yourself, Paleface, as well as Matthew Barnes. Does. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take another break, and when we get back, we're gonna be talking about media. Join me, Paul Ash, in a beautiful soundscape as we explore the world in the Sunday Times Travel Podcast. Find it at sundaytimes.co.za. Welcome back to Cargumentative. Guys, some of us in this room are professionals and, uh, you know, we do motoring journalism as a full-time sort of thing. Who are those people? I don't know. Matthew right. Barnes, yeah. you, Mike. We are actually fully-fledged journalists after Monster Jam. Correct. Yeah. You're accredited. We interviewed people. You were hosting interviews. That were doing motorsport. Witty remarks. Very witty. Yeah, yeah we're starting to get traction, Mike. Yeah, so we're starting to get invited to stuff. But not in the launch of Daihatsu's and no, things like Daihatsu that. Daihatsu aren't, aren't in the country anymore. Aren't which they? Is a shame. No one even noticed. That's, that's, I, I did. Of from, course you did. From, from like in terms of spare parts. You're the only customer. I noticed. Uh, well, I am trying. I am abusing my journalistic privileges. So yeah. there's a there's a pretty girl who works at Kia who I met at the local coffee shop, and I've asked her if she could lend me a stinger for a day. No one wants. And what about a car, Mike? <laughs> A stinger? Is that like a fluffer? You know what a stinger is. What's a fluffer? In fact, you were supposed to get a stinger on loan, but never have. No, no, never yeah, I'm getting one on loan. Hey, Mark, well, we'll yeah, see. do stuff for you. Kaya actually messaged me earlier saying that she has it for the week. And I'm Kaya, is that what you call Kia? Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. when, when we're not making content, we obviously all enjoy consuming content about Absolutely. cars. Um, and, s I mean, I'm... Not too long ago, we would normally get our fix by going onto DSTV and watching things like Top Gear. Praying for a car show yeah. because there were so few. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I remember like Tuesday nights were a highlight of the week because Top Gear would be on at like yeah. 8 o'clock and you, everybody would tune in yeah. and you would watch it. But nowadays, the internet, yeah, smartphones. Especially things like YouTube. YouTube especially. I mean, it's kind of made TV shows about cars kind of redundant. 
Yeah. Well, to, I mean, just in the way that in the way that you consume them in your own time. But I mean, I think there's the TV shows are still good. there's still I mean, good content out there on TV. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, they they actually they arrive pretty late to the yeah. show. I mean, if if you, if a new car is launched, you're going to see it on YouTube long before you're going to see it on Top Gear. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Because they've got to put together a whole episode or season, whereas you get your YouTube access, your YouTube fix. Yeah. Straight away. I mean, I remember back in the day, you used to have to rely on a very dodgy, porn-esque quality um, video <laughs> copy of the uh, fascination of the Nürburgring, which was the the roof yellow board. I remember yellow that, bird yeah, going yeah, sideways yeah. and uh, fascination. It was called. Yeah. yeah. This is it. This is it. This is it. But it's it's a hell of interesting to say that because I mean car shows how massive they were, Top Gear and all of that. Um, is that actually I think someone mentioned now in the break, Chris Harris, Monkey. Mm. And I think what's what's amazing about that is obviously there's a whole democratization of the tools to create car shows and the YouTubers wash with, you know, car thousands and millions of car reviews with like less than hundred views. But so it's not that difficult to do technically to do this stuff. Mm. But I think that even for him, uh, I'm not sure that his Top Gear experiment has worked. But um, like when you go back to him doing a 15-minute review with him and his mate who does all the camera work, mm-hmm. it's like world-class stuff. Those are very good. Uh, very, very, yeah. very good. And I still think that you know, despite all the flux of uh, influx of content, that that stuff is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because um, it seems a whole American discovery thing where there were some amazing shows. I mean, remember Orange County Choppers was, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, what was the other guy? Uh, Boyd Coddington. Yeah. Um, bless him. Um, no one posted pictures of him on Instagram when he died. Um, <laughs> but um, they've been yeah. A lot is of he those. dead? He yeah. is. Yeah. Chip Foose. What He's was it? Overhauling. Overhauling. But now that those shows are like catering to a, to a, to the audience uh, with an, like a, a mental age of like an eleven year old. I mean, well, it's, yeah. it's really, really no, it's no, like no, you've got to have a bandana and a beard. So there's and two. Yes, yes agreed. But, have but, you forgotten what we discussed two minutes ago? Well, uh, here's a recap. That's it's a, a car. That's a very American, well American flames. <laughs> so it's preview, review, preview, preview. It's review. ridiculous compared yeah. to. I mean, yeah. it, it's pretty like dumb. I yeah. mean. Some interesting projects and amazing work, but they're pretty dumb. So Wheeler Dealers is one of my favorites. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But they've changed Massive. the structure of it, where they've taken away a lot of the actual working on the car yeah, content, and they've moved it to the finding the buyer and finding the car. he and Air China had don't speak anymore. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's got that new guy. He's yeah. new guy. Who's but pretty good. He's, but not I think ba- that, he's not bad. But um, the other, the, I think the major thing with the economics of it are is that um, you can afford to reasonably make money with a fairly low cost in terms of you know cars and so on and so forth. Like Chris Harris, yeah. his input costs are not insignificant. But I mean, you think of that crew—that's three or four people, um, maybe some more in the back end for post. That thing is getting a million and a half views. That's yeah. that's money versus a TV show in America. You have to have a minimum of, I don't know couple of million well listen million. i mean i don't yeah. i don't like to brag but this show is is nearing on a thousand uh listen really yeah uniques uh-huh. uniques or, yeah. or um, well uh, we don't know a thousand we just gonna throw that out there and hope it's yeah. a thousand um, a thousand something. But, 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 something. I mean, I, I don't want to show my mental age, but my favorite. Well, we know is what it is because you played that Hooter sound earlier. So that basically, <laughs> you know, encapsulates. You know. But uh, but I really love fast and loud. Um, that is cool. Like, Richard Rawlings really makes me laugh, but it, it's great. It's great entertainment. But I'm saying it's yeah. not. It's not like it's not. It's entertainment, but it's not. A, it's, it's not, not like a an great an car, show. car show. It's no. not a great car show. Do you no. know who did a really good car show? That was that was that was fun to watch. It was entertaining and it was factual. Don't know if you guys ever saw it. it was it was part of the Motor Trend channel, and it was a guy called Jason Camisa. 
Mm-mm. And Johnny Lieberman, and they paired up to do. Oh, uh, Johnny Lieberman, I follow. Is on that that Instagram. big oak? Yeah, with yeah. Beard. yeah, it was alright. They were. Was I like, like a racing. Racing. They were really cars. good. Yeah, that, that was, was fantastic. That, that was really, really was good. good. Apparently, he he's a very very difficult man. Wayne oh, Carini. Wayne Carini. Yeah. You know who else is fantastic? Talking yeah. about the internet. Sorry, is um, Chironi. Is the Italian David Chironi? He is unbelievable. He, he is really unbelievable is. because he gets so animated. But yeah, also his content. I mean, that Alpha video and then the one where he interviews Pagani. <sighs> the no, Alpha 155. He manages to drive. Car. Oh, my God. He manages to drive the most insane stuff, like a Bugatti EB110. He did a great yeah. segment on the Diablo. And on the Miura, where he went to, who was the dude who designed the Miura? Uh, Marcello Gandini. Marcello Gandini. Went to go and interview Marcello him. Gandini. You could Marcello Gandini. Marcello Gandini. He went to go, uh, who worked for Bertoni. Yeah. And we had an argument about this the other day. Yeah, it was, it he designed better cars than Pinafarina. No, he didn't. He designed four good cars. And I'm not saying they were unbelievable. Four. When your good cars are a Miura, a Countach, yeah. a first generation Countach, Alpha Junior. Alpha Junior. Exceptional. I'm not saying that. That's, just, a, that's my a point great was, catalog. My point, what is your was, point that, was that Bertoni had more. Bad Lanc- cars, Stratos. Listen, no, 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 and you've listed them all. Pininfarina. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he went to interview the dude in in a Miura. I mean, yeah, so he gets good content. Yeah, he, he knows does. what he's talking about as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's typical Italian and passionate and flamboyant. It's fantastic to watch. Yeah. Pretty it's in Italian. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, but if you <laughs> think about it, I mean, going back to, you asked the question earlier about welding, whatever it was, mm. I think you under, we underestimate the volume of contents out there. Because if you're, if you're now, so I'm, I'm a complete uh, snob when it comes to Porsches, uh, uneducated, and don't have an educated pattern like you guys do in terms of different cars. But if I want to go and just watch a video about this, I can get, watch Harry Metcalf or uh, what's the other lovely chap? Um, looks like he should Henry be Henry Catchpole. Potter. Henry Catchpole. He's very good as well. Very I like good. Um, there's so there's so much content out there to to, to David that it's it's amazing. Actually, I think we're spoiled for choice in terms of. I mean, even just Goodwood. Mm. Why would you even go and watch a car show now on traditional channel when you can go and watch all these amazing highlights mm. in you know Goodwood multiple clips. camera angles from from Goodwood? Yeah, onboard footage of racing at Goodwood is something to watch. Maybe and it's the GoPro that's actually doing that. Because, I mean, you think of yeah. Yeah. almost any race in the world at the moment, any racetrack, and pretty much a selection of cars, mm. you can go and experience a race, either live or via a driver's point of view. Yeah, the GoPro event. It's a quite extraordinary. GoPro's done amazing things for yeah. bringing camera tech, making yeah. everyone feel like they're in some kind of broadcasting. Yeah. Like everyone's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Oh, that's the whole yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Like Are you sure you don't um, we don't want to work in advertising? No. no okay. No. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so there's a lot out there. And we also consume a lot on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram as well. And also podcasts. I mean, uh, podcasts are something I've been getting into. Well, I got into about a year and a half ago. What's a podcast? Oh. That's what we're doing right this now. That's what we're doing. It's like radio, but not This live. is what we're doing. Um, and those are also great because you can just put them on your phone, zone out, and you can find all kinds of channels. I mean, I've got a... Racing podcast that I subscribe to, and it's it's fascinating to hear about like driver psychology, um, you know, all that kind of stuff that that can improve your your racing style and mm. racing performance. And then you've got car reviews, you've got more lifestyle. We must get Mark a car with a radio so he can stuff. listen to. And, and I, look, what I find like sometimes you just want to have mind-numbing stuff, so I'll just download or listen to sounds of cars so like I wanted to hear lots of sounds of a 917 doing flybys which is just not a bad way to spend 10 minutes to go to bed yep <laughs> or, or to, to warm up before bed 
Listen to yeah, listen to uh, gets you in the mood. Eh? A cigarette. BRM. Yeah. BRM. BRM. Sixteen yeah. cylinder. Oh, that only I think they only ever managed that Nick Mason thing like one and a half laps because yes. they kept breaking down. I actually um, have that disc in the Aston. Into the red. Into the red, indeed. Um, <laughs> but your but it's interesting audio mm. though because there's obviously a massive growth in podcasts. Yeah. Um, because I think also the amazing thing about it back to technology mm. is that essentially you've got well at least three idiots in this room. Mm. Um, a reasonably intelligent person, you know, an adult outside on the outside, other side. Behind of, the glass. Behind the glass, because yeah. she's safe there. Exactly. So, yeah. mom, if you're worried, she's safe. She's safe. Um, um, although there's a probably a, apparently a smell in the house that's quite strange. There's yeah. um, a rooty. But, but it's, no, it's amazing how audio, this, this essentially, you can do this on your phone. Yeah, you can. Um, you can be anywhere. I mean, I can be on a car yeah. launch overseas. Yeah. I can get oh. a, you know, a driver or an engineer to come and have a quick chat yeah. with me. Stick it on my phone, splice it into the show, and yeah. you've got, you know, it's an amazing format. Yeah, and and I think cars as well. The other interesting thing is is that Mike saying, but is it amazing how audio, it's almost like TV broadcasts, generally speaking, even Formula One. I mean, the audio from it is pretty crap. Mm. Like generally, yeah. mm. World Rally Championships used to do a decent job, but I mean that's kind of well. Listen, the, the problem radar. with the modern Formula One cars is they all sound the same, and they're very yeah. very suppressed in terms of um, turbo muffling. But, but if you can if you can go to the extent of putting a Bose system in an M in, in a what's that thing called that I eight to make it sound like a car or an yeah. M five the, the the Ferrari California, <laughs> which has the most contrived sound in it, and then a couple of others like this whole Vrupa AMG Audi RS. Oh, you haven't driven the new Peugeot. Peugeot. Worst. You get the Peugeot. Five oh eight, five double eight for Formula or One. Four. Really? What make it just sound? I mean, they give out Oscars for people who invent sounds. What it sounds like to, like I don't know, fire a fire fire extinguisher in space for God's sakes. You'd think that Formula One could actually invest some money in the sound of you, Formula One. Yeah, you'd mean love it. Uh, I mean, well, they augment it. Yeah, well, do something. with fake sounds. Yeah, so no, no. Well, I, I agree. I mean, listen, that's one of the reasons that I haven't had the desire to go to a Formula One race recently. I, I want to hear those things make my ears bleed. Exactly. Sure. So they, need, they could stick speakers out the back of them instead of an exhaust and at least part, yeah. entertain the masses. Well, exactly. when they become headphones, they have an app. If yeah. you want to listen to the full sound, then you must download the app. It'll be 69 euro. It's another man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you listen to augmented. You want it to sound like. F1 from the 60s. Oh, yeah. From the 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, V8, V10, You'll YouTube, be touching yeah, yourself V12. in your costume area. <laughs> that, that I will. <laughs> when they become. <laughs> when they're all powered by batteries, which is inevitable, then inevitable. they will have augmented sound with big amps and speakers in the back. Yeah. Anyway, it'll sound better than it does now. It would. Guys, we're out of time, unfortunately. No. Yeah, we are. Can't be. Yeah. Having too much fun. I know, exactly. But. Um, I'd like to thank you all for joining me again in studio. Tom, it's thank always you. a pleasure. It's always a pleasure having you here. <laughs> Enlightening. And, yeah. the, and the fabulous Matthew Barnes. Thank exactly, you. Matthew. Thank you very much for coming in. Lord, sir. Filling in for the doctor who's at the beach house. On call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Taxpayer's money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I changed, obviously, used a false name. Otherwise, of this course. could have been embarrassing. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> and Gavin, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> oh, all right guys um thanks a lot yeah and uh, we'll be week. back next week for another episode of cargumentative <laughs> <laughs>